Sri Srimad, Hilda by Grace, Exe, Bhakti Vedanta Swami Maharaj, Sela Prabhupada Ki, Jaya, Mr. Bhad, Paramahamsa Parivraja, Vacharya, Storm, Karasad, Sri Srimad, Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Sajmari Thakur Prabhupada Ki, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindi Ki, Namacharya Jaisi Haridas Thakur Ki, Prem Se Koho Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sivre Tikadad Hara Siva Sari Gora Bhakta Vindiki Jai Sri Radha Krishna Kukkavinath Shyama Kuntarada Kuntipiri Govadana Ki Sri Vindamudam Ki Sri Maikarinam Vindam Ki Sri Guru Sudham Chanchaki Sri Gangamai Ki Jai Sri Jamanamai Ki Jai Bhakti Devi Ki Jai Jusri Devi Maharani Ki Jai Hodi Naam Sankitana Ki Jai Nitai Gora Prayvanandi, all glories to this moment. All glories to this moment. All glories to this moment. All glories to Sisi Guru and Kuranga, all glories to Sri Prabhupada. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Bhagavad Gita Sastrishtam, 
Since the great devotee Prahlad was protected by the Lord's potency, Hiranyakasipu was unable to kill him in spite of endeavouring to do so in various ways. Therefore, in this verse, the word Savabhutatmabhutam is very significant. Ishwaraha Savabhutana Vidyashirachuna Tishtati the Lord is equally situated in the core of everyone's heart. Thus, he cannot be envious of anyone or friendly to anyone. For him, everyone is the same. Although he is sometimes seen to punish someone, this is exactly like a father's punishing his child for the child's welfare. 
The Supreme Lord's punishment is also a manifestation of the Lord's equality. Therefore the Lord is described as prasantam samadarshanam. Although the Lord has to execute his will properly, he is equipoised in all circumstances, he is equally disposed toward everyone. Which means the soul in all entities. The life of everyone effectively comes from the Lord. Ishvaraha Savabhutana Hridesir Junatishtati Ishvaraha means the controller Savabhutana of everyone, all of the Bhutas, all of the living entities. And that's the the Sarvabhuta Atma Bhutam. So he's the life of all. Situated within the heart. Ridesha Junatishtati. And he's the, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, uh, what is it? Uh, Upadrashta, the overseer. Anumanta, the uh, permitter, the overseer and the permitter, Anumanta. And so in that role, he is Prasantam Samadarshanam, peaceful. And he sees everybody equally. So nobody is a friend and nobody is an enemy. There's no favoritism. Right? You get the, we get the, we get what we deserve. Right? 
Because sometimes we, we look at our situation and we look at the situation of others. And we think, how come this person has more than me, better than me? We don't mind if somebody else has got less than us. That's okay. But if somebody's better than us, we get upset. Why is this? I'm as qualified as that person. Krishna's Sava Bhutatma. What is it? Uh, Sarvaputatma Bhuta Samadarshana why are they more qualified or why are they enjoying better facilities than me I'm just as qualified well the reality is, is perhaps you're not as we're not as qualified because we because Krishna is equal to everybody he's awarding us what we deserve according to our desire and according to our karma, what we deserve. You may desire so much or so many things, but it's like um, you know, having money in the bank. If you want to buy a house these days, and you don't have the deposit, nor the means by which to pay the loan, what happens? What do you do? You fake it, right? You make up things. But even then, everything will be revealed when you cannot pay for the loan and you lose the house. So, regardless of how much we might think that we're qualified or deserving, if we don't have the the bank account, if we don't have the the bank account of pious credits, even though we may desire something, we may not get it. Because Krishna, as the super soul, being equal to everybody, the overseer and the permitter, situated within everybody's heart, so he knows intimately all of these things. He knows what we desire, but he also knows what we deserve. And so that way he's what the, the wealth or the facility, the, the um, material energy is distributed equally amongst everybody according to those considerations. Right? It's not favoritism, neither is it, uh, what would you call it? Um, that's different. What's the opposite of favoritism? Denial. Right? Denial. Which upsets people. Right? This upsets people because they hear Krishna is supposed to be equal to everybody. How come I've got less and he's got more? Right? This is very common. This is very common. Common concern. You know, um, on our social media sites, um, people can write comments, right? Give you feedback. Did you know that? Google my business 
even Facebook. Uh, there's an opportunity for people to give you feedback. So have a guess what kind of feedback we we get for the temple, even for the restaurants. What kind of feedback do you think we get predominantly? How many stars do you reckon we get? Ten. No, they only go up to five. <laughs> what do you think? What five. do you think? Five. Yeah, predominantly five. Predominantly five. Except one thing. What do you think that one thing is? If you think you know what that one thing is, raise your hands. There's a few of you know because I've told you. What do you think it is? People get upset about it. The discipline. Huh? The discipline. The discipline. What was it? The discipline. 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 Yeah, it's related to discipline, I suppose. Yeah. Prashadam. Prashadam. Very good. Go to the top of the class. Prashadam. Yes, Prashadam. Why? Two things. When we have a festival, people see that the cooks are stashing things for themselves. Have you noticed it? It's hidden in plain sight. And people see it. There's a sense of entitlement. Right? I'm the cook, therefore I can take the prashad before everybody else. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Everything. 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 Yeah, because... Anyway, I'll explain that. But anyway, isn't it interesting? You see? Favouritism. But people don't like favouritism. When they see somebody's benefited under the direction of Krishna, they get upset. Oh, favoritism, favoritism. Right? Whether it's justified or not. What's the other thing? Cooks helping themselves. What's the other thing? There was a fight the other day. Because of very, very polarizing. What is it? Eh? Greed. No, not greed. No. It's again favoritism. When the when the uh, devotees are serving out, they give their friends whatever they want. <laughs> but if somebody they don't like turns up, oh, he's a low class. You know, we're high class and he's low class. Oh, just give him a little bit. Huh? So what's that called? Favoritism. It's favoritism. You're supposed to be a representative of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You should be equal to everybody. Why do you give your friends the choice pieces of Mahaprasadam and only have to get the rice and the, and the dal? <laughs> or if I want more rice, you won't give it to me. Huh? What does that mean? It's funny, but it's not funny, actually. It's, it's tragic. We want to make sure, and, and Prabhupada was very, very clear on this point. It's the culture of a Vaishnava to give. Right? This is why the cooks taking a Mahaprabhu, 
for themselves is actually against our culture. We are not a we are not consumers. We are distributors, distributors of the mercy. We give it away. None of us are going to die. Of Anybody around here dying of starvation? Nobody. Huh? Plenty of prajada. So why not distribute it? Distribute it. You, you get far more mercy distributing than you do if you take it for yourself. Very interesting. We are not a consumer society in one sense. Our society is meant, you know, Namah Mahava Danyaya. Lord Chaitanya is praised as the most magnificent, the most munificent. Krishna Prema Pradayate, giving the mercy. Right? Specific, specifically the holy name. Huh? But also the prasada. It's an extension of deity worship. We here deserve the deities. And what do the deities want to do? They want to distribute their mercy to everybody. Krishna is equal to everyone and everybody. Like who's, what, did you mention it the other day? Also. Arjun, the rain falls equally on everyone. You did. Yeah, nice example. The rain falls equally on everybody, but do we get the same crop coming out of every piece of soil? No. Right? The rain falls equally on everyone. So, uh, you know, this notion of favoritism upsets people, but the rain falls equally on everybody, but not everybody, not each piece of soil is the same, and so it doesn't all produce luxuriant growth, right? <coughs> Very interesting. In, in the middle of Australia, in the desert, have a guess what colour it is at the moment. What colour is it usually? Red. What colour is it now? Green. What? Greenish. Green. Why? Because it rained. <laughs> it's got rain. But generally speaking, you know, where, it, where the rain falls, it falls on everything equally. But in some places, because it's more fertile, it grows. Huh? So similarly also, Krishna gives his mercy equally to everybody, but not everybody is qualified to receive it. So therefore, one gets more, another gets less, apparently. And so it appears to be favoritism, but it's not actually. And Prabhupada makes a point here. Just as the father sometimes chastises a child. Hands up, whose parents here? Who, who, who amongst us are parents? Mama, put your hand up. Huh? You're a parent, aren't you? Well, you stop being a parent. You're a grandpa now. <laughs> yeah. Do you discipline your children? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Why? Spare the rod, spoil the child. 
not politically correct, but yes. Spare the rod, spoil the child. The rod can be your mouth. Your what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rod is the sparingly used, if at all. But of course, discipline can come in many ways. Questions afterwards. Robert Hardis came here quite a few times. Sorry? Robert Hardis came here a few times. Uh, Robert Hardis came here a few times. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't. And all of us, all of us, all of us. Yeah. If we're following Sula Prabhupada and we're being disciplined. That's the. Uh, disciple means one who's disciplined. Huh? So yeah, but, but we, we discipline our children out of love and affection. Right? We don't want to spoil them. You know, we, we oversee what our children are doing. Of course, the hard part is when they grow up. Anybody notice? When they grow up, and then we have to make them our friends. Right? But at what point do we discipline, and at what point do we make friends? That's the tricky bit of parenting. Right? You can't treat a 20-year-old like you do a 2-year-old. Right? So, and, and as Prabhupada puts it here, uh, this, this, uh, um, even though it appears to be favoritism or denial, actually it's not. Krishna is equal to everybody and rewards them according, as you mentioned, according to their surrender. So, there's a bit of a contrast here. There's the punishment of some and the favoritism of others and in particular, as is pointed out here, the relationship between Pallad Maharaj and Lord Nishringadev. Right? Because even though Pralad was just a little boy, his father could not do anything to him, couldn't kill him, despite the fact that he tried. Right? And ordinarily, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, a big powerful demon like Hiranyakashipu, who was able to destroy and could, you know, conquer the whole universe, practically speaking, right? he couldn't do anything to his little son. What's going on here? Again, it appears to be favoritism. Right? And it is, actually. Even though Krishna is equal to everybody at the same time, in a very interesting um, illustration of this story, one of them is, that he's very inclined to his devotees. And he protects his devotees. Although sometimes he also punishes his devotees as well, apparently. Just like with the, with the ordinary, you know, with the ordinary populace, there's apparent 
favoritism and apparent denial, you know, chastisement. Similarly, also with the devotees, there's protection and also sometimes apparent harshness. Huh? Testing. Look at the life. Look at the lives of the great devotees. How many of them have not been tested? Just at a red magic, you know, a magic carpet ride. Right. I'm assuming that you're all devotees. Is that right? You're all devotees, aren't you? If you're not a devotee, what are you here? What are you here for? Hands up, those who think they're devotees, raise your hands. <laughs> humble, very humble, humble devotees. Okay, we'll assume that you're all devotees. Hands up, all of you whose life is just a magic carpet ride and nothing goes wrong. Please raise your hands. Okay. One exception to prove the rule. <laughs> yeah. Tough life. Life is tough. But also as a devotee, there are times when one experiences great exhilaration. Right? Great exhilaration and happiness. Something you can't get from material pursuits that can be experienced in the pursuit of bhakti and service to the spiritual master and service to Krishna that makes us, you know, what is uh, Prabhupada says, jubilant. Mm -hmm. Jubilant is an interesting word, jubilant. Look up the, look up the meaning of jubilation. Huh? There's a description of, I can't remember who it's a description of. Uh, a description of a devotee. Sometimes he laughs. Sometimes he cries. Uh, sometimes he's dancing. Crying or laughing, he's dancing. <laughs> and oblivious to public opinion. <laughs> this is the Sankatan movement. Oblivious to what people will think about them. But very happy. Although sometimes crying, you know, because we're stuck in the material world, we think we're going to make. Uh, everything perfect and we're going to be happy and we're not right? and then we cry but then we realise it's all futile anyway right? it's a waste of time trying to pursue material happiness because what happens if you're pursuing material happiness what happens usually huh? it's temporary you may even get it. Okay, are you lucky if you get it? And then when you do get it, poof, it's gone. Right? 
is why everybody's laughing at a wedding. Huh? The couple are looking very serious. Everybody else is laughing. <laughs> but the devotee, when a devotee comes to their senses and realizes that the real pursuit of perfection is in the performance of devotional service. And, you know, that's uh, free. It's, it has to be pure. Devotional service has to be done purely in order for it to be fully satisfied. That's why, you know, it's recommended don't stash the Mahaprasad. Give it away. Give it away. And then take the remnants. And you'll be happy. You'll be happier than if you hoard it and keep it for yourself. To be honest. You may be happy. Oh, I got the Rasagula. <laughs> I remember when I was a very young devotee. Biggest test. I was... I was in the pot shed and my first responsible service I guess oh, they're all responsible but I had to do the kitchen divide uh, the breakfast divide huh? um, so that means prashadam for the men and prashadam for the women that's what the breakfast divide was in those days in fact we used to take prashadam in what we call the theatre. But it used to be called Parampara Hall. That was the theatre was Parampara Hall. Uh, and what's the that room where we've got all the cross old crossways gem, which we should toss out, I think. Uh, that used to be so the men used to take Kashadam in the Parampara Hall. And the ladies, but then the ladies with children had to go into the other room. So I had to, I had to, I had to do the divide. And then one, on one occasion we used to have, we had the men and the women all together, but we had a partition, we put up a partition between the men and the women taking the show. What kind of a message does that send to the women? Do you think? Interesting. Some interesting Iskon artefacts. History. Because huh? nowadays we're more of a family community. Right? So if anybody complains about children making noise, it's a bit unfair because, you know, there's a lot of... What's the percentage of children in our community, you reckon? What do you think? What's the percentage of kids in our community as opposed to the whole, or in reference to the whole community? What's the percentage? What do you think? 40 is a lot. Yeah. 
So we can't put up, if you start putting barriers up between you and the children, what does that tell you? What does that tell the kids? Do you think? Separation is a unity. Yeah, yeah. You're inferior, I'm superior. Huh? Food for thought. I mean, we don't do it now. Fortunately. But back to the story. Um, not only did I uh, divide the prasadam, but I used to serve it out as well. And, um, you know, one of my desires as a young devotee in Islam was I want to be the first person that gets served out. Like the temple president. I want to be the temple president because the temple president gets to pick all the best and up and <laughs> But in those days I was just a servant. And uh, um, I don't know about you, but I like burfi. You know the burfi? Anybody not familiar with the brown burfi? Hands up if you like the brown burfi. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, then you should find out. <laughs> and if you don't like it, that means you like the sandesh. <laughs> but that's okay, I don't mind if you like the sandesh. Just leave some burfi for me. I'd be serving out, serving out, serving out, and there'd be two or three people left, and only one burfi. <laughs> and I used to be, I try to restrain myself. Samadarshanaha, right? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, I tried to be, what is it? Savabhuta Mabhuta. <laughs> but I couldn't help but pray. To Radha Baba, please don't let any one of these people choose the burfi. Huh? And sometimes, have a guess what? They take the burfi. Oh no, Krishna, not fair. Huh? But I still felt happy. Huh? And you know, I was doing a divide. I could have easily put it aside for myself. I could have. You know, one time uh, we used to cook a Sunday feast with Karma, and um, there'd be eight or ten brahmacharis in the kitchen with Karma. And you know, Karma used to do what he still does, and Jai Sachi reminisces about. He would cut, he would cut up the the auspicious piece of potato. This is the size that it had to be, right? And he'd stick it on the ledge. And when you were cutting up, you had to cut it to the right size. And if you didn't, he'd bring the potato and say, this is the size. Because, you know, when you're cutting up potatoes, it goes quicker if you cut them up bigger. Right? It's faster. The common like to have everything, you know, done nicely. Nice offering to Krishna, then nice offering to the, the guests. This is what, what Prabhupada wanted, distribution of prasadam done with the proper mood and the proper mentality. Equanimity, 
but of course favouring others. So uh, we used to fast before serving the Sunday feast. Uh, but then the senior devotees discovered that the brahmacharis were so grumpy. <laughs> Been in the kitchen all morning, you know, had breakfast, been in the kitchen working hard all day, had a snooze, then got up to serve the, the Sunday feast, but then they were so rude and nasty to the guests. <laughs> so they said, okay, all right. The rule is now the brahmacharis have to eat before they serve. <laughs> so that way then, when they serve people, at least they get a smile on their face. Right? And they were not like me thinking, oh no, they've eaten the last week, they've jumped. Uh, so, Brahmacharis were allowed to eat first. And everybody was served nicely, everybody was happy. Right? So sometimes we have to, have to adjust. But sometimes I'd get to the end and nobody had taken the burpee. <laughs> that was the sweetest burpee. Uh, so, I mean, not that I'm a good example, but I got a lot of satisfaction out of serving. It's what I learned. If you serve and leave the result up to Krishna, when you do get the burphy, it's the most satisfying burphy. But if you're stashing it for yourself, I felt, I, I didn't feel, it's not the same. Huh? It's not the same. Okay, you got the birthday, but you lost the mood that Shiva Prabhupada wanted us to have. Uh, it's equal to everybody, and it, it, regardless of who comes, we give them prasadam. Now, one of the reasons why the devotees favour others or kind of skip a little bit is because we're not cooking enough sometimes, and so they think, oh, we'll cut it, oh, we'll tear up all the chapatis into pieces. That's just horrible. Huh? We should distribute it until it runs out. Give everybody everything that they want. And if this, if it's run out, hey, that's Krishna's mercy. That's what happens. You know, we don't have. What's that pot that Draupadi had? Didn't Draupadi have a pot that Akshaya Patra? Yeah, very famous, right? Akshaya Patra, the unlimited. Plate of prasadam. <laughs> well, that's what we need. But actually, we are. This is Akshaya Patra, really, when you think about it. Isn't it? So, equal to everybody, distribute the prasadam equally. When it runs out, we say to people, sorry, Prabhu, come back in about two hours' time and there'll be more. Huh? And maybe you might have to wait three hours. Maybe even four. But you'll be fair. Don't worry. Huh? So, you know, uh, why did Nisringadev, Lord Nisringadev, and the Lord in the form of the Paramatma protect Maharaj. Why? 
because Prahlad Maharaj was that magnanimous soul, that munificent soul who was really concerned about the benefit of everybody. We see that. Even he was concerned about the welfare of his father. Right? After uh, um, Lord Nishrikadev had killed Ranyakashipu, Prahlad Maharaj was still concerned about the welfare and the well-being of his father, despite his father was a person who was trying to kill him. Right? And Prabhupada mentions, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ, how he, on the cross, he was being crucified, yet he said, forgive them, my father, for they, know, they don't know, they know not what they do. Right? So this is a mood of a devotee. A devotee is not concerned about himself or herself, an advanced devotee, but they're more concerned about the welfare and the well-being of others. This is really the reason why Lord Chaitanya appeared, was for the benefit of others. <coughs> this is why people get upset when they see the devotees playing favorite, favorites and discriminating against others because they know that's not the proper mood of the super soul, it's not the proper mood of a, of a devotee. Although in some circumstances that may be okay, of course. You know, if somebody comes along and threatens to, you know, attacks the devotees, then the devotee will be like fire and will protect the devotees. Right? Just like Krishna. Even the Lord himself, as the Lord was protecting Prahlad Maharaj as a young boy by thwarting all of the attempts of Hiranyakashipu to kill his son. And then finally, when it was you know, over, overwhelmingly um, uh, obvious that Prahlad was being persecuted by his father, then the Lord appeared as Lord Nishringadev and you know, destroyed Hiranyakashipu. But why was what was what were the unique what was the unique redeeming qualities and characteristics that made Prahlad the um, the favored yes favored he was favored. It appeared as if the Lord was partial. He is partial to the devotees. But especially, he's a, the quality is not just because he's a devotee and says, you know, Jai, 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 Jagadish, Hari, right? but rather because he had that pure heartedness, that pure consciousness of wanting to serve, serve others, and basically not, what is it? Idam Krishna, Idam Namama. Uh, this is for Krishna, it's not for me. This is, this is where we, you know, we should be striving to be as devotees. So that, you know, we get five stars every time we get feedback on my business, on Google, Google my business. Five stars every time. What do you think? That's going to be impossible. 
But most of the time, because you know, you just get envious people who will just give you one star just because they don't like you occasionally. Right? Have you seen that? Well, I have. Um, Some people are just nasty. Oh, I don't know whether I should say this. It's stereotyping. Oh, I won't. Leave you to wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Some people will just give you one star because they just don't like you. And what do people say? I love the atmosphere. (laughs) This is the most fantastic place. This is a transcendental place. I'll tell you another story. Um, Attention Ripper and I were flying from Pune to Delhi. And um, the stewardess um, came up to us and said, Who are you? And we said, we're Iskand devotees. We're the Hare Krishnas. And she said, I know that. <laughs> Everybody in Air India knows the devotees pretty much. At least that's my experience. Even other airlines. But certainly Air India especially. They're always very... I guess they do that to everybody. But Namaskar. Right? But they like... They definitely like the Iskand devotees. And um, she said... Where are you from? And we said, from Australia. And she said, oh, that's really nice. We said, we're from Melbourne. And she said, oh, I'm so happy to meet you. Uh, And and I said, you know, I'm I'm the president of the temple. And this is my life. And she said, oh, I'm so honoured. (laughs) I'm like, what? Or just a schnepo. A schnepo from South Australia. When we're in India, we get treated like kings sometimes. Kings and queens. But you know what she told me? She said, she said, I'm so honoured. One time I was doing international travel and I ended up in Melbourne. And I was so depressed. I was so unhappy. And I went to the temple. I went to the temple and I spent a couple of hours in the temple and then after that couple of hours all of my anxiety was gone. So what she did was she gave us a couple of free bottles of water. But anyway, uh, you know, we know when people come to the temple and they experience the atmosphere and what goes on here? It's service to... Krishna. It's service to Radha Balaba. And it's service without material consideration. Right? Mostly. When you come to the temple, what are you thinking? What's the most you're expecting when you come to the temple? Sibya, what are you expecting when you come to the temple? What do you like, Sandesh or Burfi? <laughs> Burfi. Oh, now we know where the Burfi goes. 
Right, the most we, the most we probably think of is, can I get a burpee? Right? But most often we come just to do service. Why do we, why do we come to the temple? We come to do service. You know, I read something very interesting the other day. And um, in the Bhagavad it mentions how there are three types of devotees. Right? What are the three types of devotees? Who, who knows what the three types of devotees are? Kanishta, Madhyam, and Uttam. Yes. Right? So the Uttam is the best. The Madhyam is the halfway the best. And the Kanishta is not so good. Right? Yeah? But what does the Bhagavatam say? Even the third class devotee is liberated. Imperceptibly liberated. Very interesting statement. Because what is the third class devotee, what are they, what are they understood to be most uh, engaged in? What do they do? What's their service? Third class devotee. Deity worship. Deity worship. Yes, they worship the deity. But they follow the regulated principles. They follow the discipline of the guru. Right? And so even a third class devotee is considered liberated. If you're following, if you're rendering service, it's free from motivation, then even though we may not be, you know, up there with the Paramahamsas, we're still way, 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 way ahead of uh, anybody else. A third class devotee, right? It's just like, you know, when you are in an aeroplane and you're flying to India, you know, you get around about Bali experiences and you think, God, what's going on here? We don't even see you going anywhere. Right? You look out the window and it's just blue from here to there and you think, oh, another few hours, how long to go? Right? So it not look like you're making any progress. And so, do I sometimes feel like that? We, we're chanting Hare Krishna, we're rendering service, and it's, we're struggling with our attachments, trying to chant with attention. Uh, and so we feel like, oh, I'm not making any advancement. Anybody feel like that? Uh, you must all be on the So people notice that, you know, a community of devotees that gives uh, is favoured by Krishna. Effectively, by Prahlad Maharaj, he was favoured by the Lord. So much so that the Lord appeared as an Ashringadev to smash Ramakashipu after he touched so much of his nonsense. Right? And Prahlad Maharaj never ever lost faith and never ever uh, ceased to be a giver. Uh, in one sense, Prahlad Maharaj is the emblem of Krishna consciousness. Right? Extraordinary, exceedingly tolerant and always concerned about the welfare of others and didn't worry about himself because he knew that he would be protected. Right? Even if he didn't get the birthday. Huh? 
get a perfect one? You know, and if life is really tough, just go and steal the perfect one. But I, I tell you, the birthday that's stolen is not as sweet as the birthday that's been distributed. Huh? You know that? Even if you didn't get to taste it, it's sweeter to give it away than it is to fill your own belly. That's really the culture. That's, that's our Vaishnav culture. You know, when you go to Radha Govinda in Jaipur, the devotees there purchase the prasadam, right? And then what do they do with it? What do they do with it? They go to the corner? No! They go and just give it liberally to everybody. And then they're, they're in ecstasy. They're happy. Huh? And that's the real, you know, if we, if we want to taste the sweetness of Krishna consciousness, really, then we should give it away. Just give it to others because it'll come back. Now, Prabhupada gives the example, you know, Lord Vishnu has ten hands. So what can you hold on to with your two? But then when he gives with his ten hands, what can you receive? He'll give more than we can imagine. Well, as devotees, we get more than we could ever imagine we would have received. So anyway, uh, now, sometimes, in the purpose mentioned here, sometimes it appears that the Lord is punishing. And that's very hard to understand. Right? Just like we have a very tragic uh, situation at the moment. Our uh, friend and, and uh, devotee, Neve, is practically leaving his body. If he survives, it'll be a miracle. And the, the indications are that he will likely leave his body. So he's only 15, bright, enthusiastic young man with the whole world at his fingertips. Huh? But then within a few minutes, poof, gone. So how do we deal with that? That is so tragic. Huh? And we know you know, we know all of the philosophy. You're not the body, Prabhu. Uh, we know all of that. But what happens when we, when we already experienced this a few months ago to Chashman's boy, also, eight, well, eight years old, left his body in tragic circumstances. So sometimes that's challenging for the devotees because we're thinking Krishna's our protector, but why is he putting uh, this devotee through this test or through this punishment? It almost looks like punishment, right? But from an external point of view, we don't know what's going on on the internal. Well, what's happening? Very, 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 very tragic. 
But when you think about it, what's going to happen? He may survive. But in one sense, you know, survival after severe uh, 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 poisoning, effectively, poisoning, right? What's your quality of life going to be? Mm. May full, maybe full recovery. That would be uh, that would be a miracle. Uh, and it's possible too. We shouldn't underestimate the power of the you know the Lord's potency. But at the same time, we always have to be realistic. But then you know, for a young devotee, pretty much uh, lived a very sinless life. Really, when you think about it, at such a young age. Chanting Hare Krishna, uh, dedicated to parents who were devotees, calling out for Prabhupada, calling out for the spiritual master, calling out for Krishna. What's the what's the destination of such a devotee? Do you think? What do you think? Gopa? What do you think? The worst he would get is to take birth in a family of devotees. Have to be. Huh? The worst. And possibly, at the best, even be elevated to Vaikuntha or even Goloka with a, with a, uh, a pure heart as a, as a young, young devotee. Huh? So, uh, at least philosophically, we know that for such a devotee, there's only really positive to look forward to. Tragedy, tragic, yes. Uh, and we, feel, we, we all feel hurt and upset. Natural. It's natural to feel like that. You know, um, I was reading a, um, a, um, one of Sachinandan Swami's newsletter, and it was about community development. And, and he was saying, uh, people don't care how much you know, but people care about how much you care. Right? And you know, we can be full of philosophy, you know, but people are suffering in this world and they don't want to hear philosophy sometimes. They just want somebody to say, it's okay, you'll, you'll get through it. It's not permanent. The material world is never permanent. I talked to my neighbour yesterday, and she said, Oh, I'm sick of all this change. If only things could just be the same, just for a moment. And I said, Well, you could live in hope, <laughs> but it ain't going to happen. So it's natural that we'll care. It's a, it's a source of great grief, actually, and, you know, the tragic circumstances, but at the same time, like the Maharaj, we have to be fixed in our understanding of the fact that the material world is always a place of coming and going. Uh, and, um, and it's why, we, you know, we've had the good fortune of, uh, with Neves, tragic situation, we've all come together and chant Hare Krishna a lot more than we usually do, so there's certainly many benefits from that. And of course, that's where we get all of our solace. Our solace comes from chanting Hare Krishna. 
our advancement in spiritual life comes from chanting. Right? It doesn't come from how many burpees you've got or whether you've got the major portion of the maha. Right? In fact, you'll get more benefit from chanting Hare Krishna if you just give it away. Because that's really what it's for. Right? So, um, yeah, today we've got an opportunity to chant Hare Krishna. And I guess, you know, for our purification, for the protection of Neve, you know, we pray to Lord Nishringa Day for his protection. But that doesn't mean he's going to protect our material body. That's not what we pray for. We pray to Lord Nishringa Day to remove the obstacles in the path of our making advancement in Krishna consciousness. That's what we're asking for. Protection of our spiritual life, not protection of the material body. Right? You know, sometimes we go on a journey, we get in the car, and we start saying, <laughs> as if he's going to you know, stop the, the tragedies from happening when you're travelling. Huh? Oh, that'll happen. Life will happen. <coughs> but what we really want to do to take advantage of this life is to make sure that our spiritual advancement is progressive, that we're making positive steps forward in our spiritual life. Isn't it? Material life, you get a good job, you lose a good job, you get a good boss, you get a bad boss. Have you noticed? Things go well one day, the next day there's a tragedy. It's, 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 and, and sometimes, you know, the realisation of our philosophy really does come through chanting Hare Krishna. And we get to sit, somehow Krishna helps us put everything in perspective when we've purified the heart and cleansed it. So, yes, it's a, you're all welcome to come for our kirtan, encouraged to come. Um, take prasada, distribute prasada, or distribute prasada, then take prasada. Well, that's our that's our culture, and that will make a very that will make a well. We'll get five. We'll get the consistent five star feedback, and maybe you know the odd one just because somebody doesn't like us anyway. Any comments, questions, thoughts? Sylvia, the most reliable. Association of a devotee like Pallad Maharaj? No, so like, do you 
How come you were such a good devotee in bad association? Well, that's a long story, that one. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Krishna's arrangement, really. And not to be imitated, actually. Most of us couldn't live in the constant association of non-devotees and survive. Right? It's very difficult, but the exalted nature and character of somebody like Pallad Maharaj is a, is a beacon or a, 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 the epitome of bhakti and a sign of you know devotional service performed in a previous life right? to be so fixed up despite the bad association that he must that he had. Right? So, you know, even when he went to school, he was preaching. Right? His father would get so infuriated because of his devotional character and qualities. Yet it didn't it didn't phase Pallad Maharaj. And that's why we worship. Yeah, that's why Pallad Maharaj appears in the pages of the Bhagavatam and we probably don't. Right? So, um, the, one of the takeaways is that, in general, we should avoid bad association as much as possible and stay in the association of the devotees to develop and build that kind of a character that Pallad Maharaj is the example, the exemplar, you know, he's the topmost example of a pure devotee who's concerned about the welfare of others. So that's the kind of devotee that we should associate with. That's the kind of devotee that we're creating within ISKCON. Selfless servants of Lord of Prabhupada, of Lord Chaitanya and ultimately of Krishna. Devoted. But because we're not at that liberated state, we should fastidiously avoid the association of materialistic people. <clears throat> because it will affect us. That's why Prabhupada created his was so that we would have the association of devotees. Even the third, even the third class devotees, and even if we're third class devotees, we'll still be liberated, according to the Bhagavatam. Right? And that's, you know, it means worshipping the deity, it means chanting Hare Krishna, it means hearing regularly. When you worship the deities, then Prabhupada makes the point that in any temple where there's deity worship, then there will be some Prabhupada, right? some, some teachings, and especially for the Vaishnavas, Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. Right? And why the Srimad Bhagavatam? You know, the Srimad Bhagavatam is not always about devotees like Prahlad Maharaj. Right? Prahlad Maharaj is really unique. There are quite a few other devotees in the Bhagavatam who didn't 
start off at the same level as Prahlad Maharaj. In fact, they were slightly materialistic, but they perfected their lives, right? So you could say third-class devotees. But even the third-class devotee is very elevated, right? So by ourselves, we're like a little stick, easily snapped, right? But in a bunch, you can't break it. I can't break one. So, um, um, Prahlad Maharaj teaches us the unique <coughs> position of those Nichasiddha Bhakta, always liberated personality, right? Who's always in association with Nishringadev. He appears before the Shringa Day to perform his pastimes. And so very, a, a, a devotee that can't be imitated, we can follow but not imitate. And we we can't take Prahlad Maharaj's position because he's, he's a ninja siddha. And in, in our practice of bhakti, we follow in the footsteps of such devotees. Right? So we um, aspire to be like Lord Maharaj by associating with other devotees and avoiding the materialistic people. Is that alright? Anybody else?
Sanskrit Prabhu, and he says that I have heard from Allah. Can you stop that? Turn over to Please. Anybody else got a question? I deliberately didn't tell the story because it's so convoluted, and I don't know all of the details. Somebody else? Any other comments or questions? Yes, so when um, Christ was on the cross, you mentioned that he said, do not um, judge the uh, people who condemn me because they don't know what they do. Yes, that's, that's the general story. I'm just wondering um, how you interpret his other words. Uh, which is God, God, why hast thou forsaken him? Oh, yes. And isn't it interesting? Because of the conflict, he's a devotee. Right? And feeling the pain of the punishment, he's going to die. And unjustly tortured by his persecutors. Right? So just imagine the turmoil that he was going through. On the one hand, he understood this is my this is my karma, right? Must have been. But then we see the internal challenge where he was saying, Why have you why haven't you protected me? Right? Must have been. Because these are the these are these are the utterings that have been recorded. And uh, faithful to the the situation. Right? Jesus of Nazareth was abandoned by his people, effectively. But also persecuted by the Romans. You need to know, and you may know all of that. But that was his, that was, that, you see the turmoil in the heart of the devotee. On the one hand, he's feeling compassion for others, and this is his greatness, but also internally, He's, he's struggling with the circumstances of his <coughs> trial, right? Trial. Uh, compare him with Haridas Thakur, who was beaten in what, how many marketplaces? 16? 26? 24. 24 marketplaces. And, you know, when his persecutors said to him, you know, we're gonna we're gonna suffer if we can't kill this fellow. <laughs> and then Haridas uh, Tako then understanding the plight of his uh, attackers, um, he then went unconscious. You know, he thought, oh, I don't want these fellows to suffer because they can't, you know, complete their mission. I'll help them complete their mission. And so, and so what happened? They then just, they thought he was dead, which is what they wanted, right? And so they threw his body into the Ganga. But there's that argument. Will we bury him? Or shall we throw him in the Ganga? And they said, oh, we can't bury him, that's too honourable. Right? We'll just do what the Hindus do, throw him in the Ganga. So Haridas Thakur was thrown in the Ganga, but then floated downstream 
And Lord Chaitanya then took him out of the Ganga, isn't it? It's the story. And embraced him. And then all of the all of the um, uh, wounds that were inflicted on Hari Dasataka were transferred to the body of Lord Chaitanya. Isn't that the story? Yeah, that's the story. So just we can see uh, the really elevated uh, character of uh, Christ, of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth. We can see the elevated his elevated character and why he was worshipped, why he's worshipped even to this day, because of his compassion, right? Compassion. But we also see in the characters of Haridas Thakur, in the character of a personality like Prahlad Maharaj, you know, a much more fixed up personality. It wasn't that. Prahlad Maharaj wasn't thinking, oh, why is, why, why is my dad arresting me? You know, most kids would be thinking, I used to think, why is my dad arresting me all the time? But Prahlad Maharaj just tolerated it. You don't hear. Uh, you don't hear any record of Prahlad Maharaj lamenting about the mistreatment that he got from his dad. Huh? Do we read about that? It's not there. Character's very exalted. <coughs> Haridas Thakur, very exalted. Haridas Thakur was tempted by Maya personified in the form of a most beautiful woman. And he was a young man in his prime. How can you imagine? Ooh. And yet he, he just passed the test. So there you go. I think we should finish. Who's feeling hungry? I'm sorry, they, they ate all the fish Okay, Gandharaj Sinan Bhagavatam Gita, Sri Prabhupada Gita, Gora Bhakta Vrinda Gita, and we should all offer some prayers for the uh, at this critical